Hey y'all, this is Diamond Destiny uh, with the Bible POV podcast. I thank you guys for listening to this episode. Um, This will be my first encounter with God. So my first encounter with God was June 25th, 1999. (laughs) And yes, that was the day I was born. I was born in Charlotte, North Carolina sometime early, early in the morning. Um... The story from what my parents tell me, uh, I was born two pounds, uh, maybe like two pounds, two ounces, two pounds and one ounce, something like that. Um, And during that time, medicine wasn't as good as it is now. I know, uh, you know, so there wasn't a very high chance of me making it. But, you know, my parents were believers. They prayed and all that kind of stuff. And it was a scary time for them. They were both young. My dad was... 22 at the time they already had my brother who was a year older than me and my mom was 18 and so that was a scary time for them uh just having me uh that early they didn't know what was going to happen I believe they had to have a yeah my mom had to have a c-section with me so uh they did have me I was placed at the um, newborn NICU section in the hospital. I had um, a heart condition, an atrial septal defect is what they call it, but it's just basically saying that the hole, there's a hole in one of the walls of the heart that uh, keep the blood flow flowing correctly through the heart, and um, there was a hole there so it wasn't flowing exactly as it should and so I had to have surgery um, to get that fixed and so I think that is something that is common in my family Um, but I don't believe it was as bad with the other members of my family so they didn't have to have surgery but I did and I still have the scar on my back today to prove it Um, but also with that my parents were young right so they had to come and visit me every once in a while, but they couldn't because their car wasn't working. So I remember from what they tell me, it was like a whole month that had gone by where, you know, they were taking care of me at the hospital and my parents couldn't see me. Um, so it was very scary for them, but they did get through it. Like I said, they were praying. They were believers, you know, they uh, had God on their side. And so we pulled through. (laughs) Um, The way my mom describes the story, when I was born, I was the size of a uh, Pepsi bottle, you know, a little soda can. Um, But uh, after I was taken care of by the nurses and given these medicine and things to try to get me fat, (laughs) um, I did go home a month later and my parents were so glad to finally have me with them at home. Um, the doctors at that time were saying things like, you know, because she was a preemie, uh, which is hospital talk for born two months early, premature, um, she might struggle, you know, in school or she might, you know, be behind with the other kids and things like that. But funny thing is that that's just what a man says. I mean, that's not what happened. (laughs) That's not what God says. And so, 
uh, growing up, I was actually very smart. <laughs> I remember getting straight A's and, you know, I think in like preschool and elementary, I don't, I don't think it's A's. It's like three, two, one, that kind of scaling grading system. Um, so whatever the highest thing was, then I was getting that, um, I was right along with my class, uh, keeping up with all the students and things like that. I didn't have any problems there. Um, so ha to the doctors that didn't believe so. <laughs> uh, they were wrong. Thankfully, they were wrong. Um, so that was my first encounter with God. My parents didn't know what was going to happen, but they believed and they prayed. And I pulled through. Um, we had such a long long time apart and I think that that affects me to this day in ways that I don't necessarily or I didn't in the past recognize and so you know they say the baby's first moments of life are the most precious the first weeks first hours first days first months and so I believe that's why even to this day I still have to work hard at um fighting off that spirit of loneliness. I dealt a lot with that uh, growing up as a kid and not because I was a strange kid or anything like that. I actually was great at making friends, but it was just a spirit that was on me. And I think it had came from that time, the first few months of my life where my parents were not necessarily there all the time. And um, it's not their fault but it's just how things happen. But the good thing and the reason I bring that up is because when you recognize where something comes from, you can change it. You can deal with it. And I guess that's why there's a phrase that goes like, you got to know where you come from to know where you're going. There's power in that. So if there's anything that you guys feel like you deal with in your life, you struggle with in your life, any spirits or things like a spirit of anxiety, a spirit of fear, like I said, a spirit of loneliness, think back to where that might come from. Because that might help you in deciding how to get rid of that thing. You know, when we go to God and we read the Bible and we pray, we fast we're doing a work of faith that is a hope with an action in in a hope that our work is not in vain we will see results we will have a revelation things will happen in a way where we will be healed and so uh, one important thing i like to point out with that is that there's a difference between work that you would have to put in and work that Jesus has already covered he's already done you're set free um it's like if you were to be controlled by a spirit I don't know if you guys hear a lot of talk about that you know demonic possession but those are, those are the kind of things that Jesus sets free those are the kind of things once you have his holy spirit you're good you don't have to worry about things like that in your case because the evil cannot be where light is right light drives out darkness so they cannot dwell together um, those are the things that once you become saved and I'll speak more on that in the next episode but once you become saved uh, God drives out Demon demonic possession demons things like that God deals with right then and there you're saved you have his Holy Spirit no demon can be in you no spirit can be in you that is uh, uh, 
not of the Holy Spirit, basically. Now, that's different from a spirit of loneliness, things that you can invite in through uh, something that you believe. And that's why we say the beliefs are powerful. Um, that's why we say the devil uh, demons cannot come in unless invited in. Uh, that is more of a thing of work on your end. So if you you can ask God to change you. Um, let's say, like for me, I'll use myself as an example. When I struggled with loneliness, I could ask God, okay, God, get rid of the spirit of loneliness. But if he doesn't give me the thought process as to why I was lonely, one, and two, what can I do to solve that? Then what am I really asking for? And this is why we're specific with our prayers, right? So instead of saying, okay, God, get rid of my spirit of loneliness, that I would have instead said, okay, God, work in me to give me revelation, give me wisdom as to why I feel lonely. Because I feel a spirit of loneliness in me. And I know there's a difference between being alone and feeling lonely. Because you can be in a room full of people and still feel lonely. And that's the difference. Um, and also just being saved, you know that God's with you. So that's something that you we have to work on. And I know in today's day and time, you know, there's so much of that. And that's why I bring that up, just like anxiety, just like depression. Those are very common topics, and I'll get more into that again in the next episode. Uh, but yes, I want to just kind of bring that up because that was my first encounter with God. Those times when my parents were not there, they couldn't be with me in the hospital. Those times where I was a baby, so I can't remember what happened. I just know from the stories what happened. My parents couldn't be there, but guess what? God was there. God was the one who was watching over me. God was the one who made sure the surgery was successful. God was the one who made sure I got back home to my family safely. God was the one who was protecting me and watching over me. And so those things that we experience as children, those things that we experience, I mean, very early in life, you may not remember them, but they still affect you and who you are today and you might have certain beliefs you might have certain things in your life where you're like you don't know where it came from but you look back on your life and there's so many moments that you can't even remember oh this is how I got to be like this this is why I believe that this is why I don't like this this is why I do like that from childhood from the things that you were shown as a child and so I'll get more into that in the next episode but I just wanted to uh, touch on that touch on that subject because I believe that when we speak and we allow the Holy Spirit to speak through us we're reaching out to whoever is going to listen to this so whoever is listening to this episode um, just think about that. Think about those kinds of things. Uh, that's uh, part of our spiritual warfare. You know, there is a Bible verse. Um, it's Second Corinthians ten four, just saying that the weapons of our warfare, the things we use to fight against evil, they are not of the flesh, but mighty before God to the casting down of strongholds. So they're referring to 
the word of God. They're referring to spiritual warfare. They're referring to uh, the full armor of God fighting in the spirit and not in the flesh. So if you have a problem with someone, and I can go back to the example about the problem with uh, the spirits within you. You have a problem with uh, something that you were facing. It could be loneliness. It could be anxiety. It could be, it could be depression. It could be anger. That isn't something that is uh, we're fighting against others. That isn't something that someone else caused. That's something that you have allowed in your life to take hold. And we have to work to pull down those strongholds through God in the spirit with spiritual warfare and that's why it's so important to understand where things come from so you can understand what you need to do to move forward because when God forgives us for a sin when God has called us to a higher place uh, somewhere different somewhere further down the line He's forgiving us for our past. He's even going as far as to say, I forget what you've done. It's a little off topic, but it, it's just to say that when we work in a way that is spiritual, we're not working in the flesh. This is different. So when you get saved and you come to God, we're not moving the same way we used to move when we were in the world. So if I have a problem with someone, I understand it's a spiritual thing now. It's a spirit that has manifested in this man or this woman. And that's why we do not get along. Your spirit is against my spirit. And something is wrong in the spirit. But I'm not going to handle it in the way that flesh handles it. I'm not going to fight you. I'm not going to curse you out. I'm not going to do certain things that are not of the Holy Spirit. Because when we are saved... What is our mark of being saved, right? We have the Holy Spirit within us, but what's the mark of that Holy Spirit, right? It's the fruit of the Spirit. So what's the fruit of the Spirit? It's love, it's joy, it's peace, it's patience, it's kindness, it's goodness, faithfulness, self-control. And so bringing that back to the beginning bringing that back to the beginning of my story uh my testimony my first encounter with god i say that all to say that god already knows you before you were formed in the womb so when i was a child when i was a baby I didn't understand what was going on growing up. I didn't know these things unless someone had told them to me. And I'm thankful my parents did tell me this story so that I know that about myself and, uh, and that I had that amazing encounter with God. And so we have a confidence in God, knowing what we know, knowing his word, understanding how things work in the spirit, that God has a good plan for your life long before we even come to him. That he's using everything that happens in our life for his glory is a blessing. It is an amazing blessing. And I praise God that I made it through. And I praise God that I made it through okay. I'm uh, 22 years old now and I'm healthy. Um, I have no uh, learning disabilities. My heart works just fine. Um, all glory be to God that things went the way that they went and that me and my family are good today my parents still have me today 
So I say all that to say there is power in where you come from. And God uses the unlikely. The people who the doctor said, oh no, they wouldn't be healthy. Oh no, they're not going to be smart. Oh no, they're not going to be able to do this, this, and that. Look at the story with David and Goliath, right? He was the skinny guy. He was the little guy. People were like, um, he's the least fit to fight Goliath. Um, but he was the only one who defeated Goliath. It's the same in your life. God uses the unlikely. You feel like you have come from a background where, okay, you know, um, I'm the least fit to be used by God, but God loves it and God uses it to show the world, hey, how much more powerful is a story where you thought that I could do nothing with. I could do nothing with this person. I could do nothing with this place. I could do nothing with this thing here but how much more powerful is it that this man or this woman overcame these things this boy this girl overcame these things surely the hand of god is on that person amen so i say think about those things in your life think about those places that are strongholds in your life think about those things that god has been using in your life to give you an amazing testimony because he's always there. He's always watching you. He's always working in your favor, right? What does the Bible say? Romans 8, 28. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him and have been called according to his purpose. And I'll say that again. We know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. So soldier for Christ, you've been called according to his purpose. Do you love him? Then we know that all things work for the good of you. Amen. There is power in your story. So do not be discouraged. Do not think God cannot use you. Do not think there are not brothers and sisters amongst you in the world who cannot relate to you, who do not accept you. That fruit of the spirit that I spoke on earlier, that love, joy, peace, patience, faithfulness, goodness, self-control. These are the things that make up the body of Christ, the true body of Christ, that we shall love each other and we shall treat each other like brothers and sisters in Christ, that we do not uh, treat each other with hate or anything that is wicked and of this world. We do the Lord's will above anyone else's will, including our own. Be encouraged. Have courage. Know that God is with you. And he will never leave or never forsake you. He's right there with you. So I would like to end with this prayer, just encouraging everyone. And you could bow your head. Just go ahead and listen along. So, Father God, we come to you right now in prayer. I pray that you bless those who are listening right now to this podcast, that they may come to you with full confidence, knowing that you are the good God that you say you are. May they be diligent in reading your word and studying and getting to know you. May they be diligent in having uh, good brothers and sisters in Christ around them to help them grow. 
May they understand more and more about you. May things be revealed to them that they won't be stuck in that state of being a baby Christian for long, but they will move up from the milk of the word to the bread of the word to the meat of the word. That they will become students before they become teachers. That they may understand that we serve a great God who is just. And no matter what this doubter, this naysayer, this Pharisee says, that you are indeed good. May they have full confidence in your will. May they listen to your promises. May they follow you, God, wherever you lead them, knowing that wherever you have for them is better than where they could ever plan for themselves. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. This has been Diamond Destiny with the Bible POV podcast, and I thank you all for listening and tuning in with me. I have a podcast of my own as well, a Jules from the Trenches podcast. It is Jules from the DA Trenches podcast um, on Anchor and wherever podcasts are played. Um, You can also check it out on YouTube, and my YouTube name is Jules from the Trenches Productions, as I post other things on that channel, um, skits and things like that. Um, So yeah, you can also follow me on Instagram. My name is Diamond underscore Faith. Um, I do teachings on there, uh, as well as just giving you guys updates and sharing some things that God has shown me. So if you feel led to, go ahead and give it a follow. But I definitely thank you all for listening. So stay encouraged and be blessed in Jesus' name. Amen.